We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So if you would open your Bibles tonight to Romans, the third chapter, verse 21. We're just going to follow the Holy Spirit in what we share tonight. Romans the third chapter. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now you'll notice every sinner's heard that quoted to him a thousand times, more or less. And you know, we kind of beat the poor sinner over the head with that. But all in the world, Paul is saying, is we all came out of the same boat. There's none of us any different from others. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But he's teaching righteousness here. He says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be the propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say it this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. I want to talk to you a little bit about the law of faith. Now you might look at that and say, well now really, Brother Caps, that doesn't mean that faith is a law. But now come on down to verse 31. It says, do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid we establish the law. Now we know he's not talking about establishing the law of the old covenant. He is talking about establishing the law of the new covenant. And the law of the new covenant is faith. Faith is the law of the new covenant. Through faith, you enter into grace. It is impossible to enter into the grace of God without faith. You're right there in the fourth chapter. Look at chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. In other words, you can't get into God's grace any way other than through faith. It's through faith. It's not by works of the law anymore. It's through faith in believing that what Jesus did accomplished it for us, and we believe in that. We confess that Jesus is Lord, and therefore we become the righteousness of God. It's not our righteousness, it's His righteousness. But now here's the point I want you to see in this, that faith is a law. It's the law of God. Now, we talked about this in the other session that Mark, the 11th chapter, verse 23, Jesus tells you how the law of faith works. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, to the problem, to the situation that you face, be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things, not just what he said to the mountain, but those things which he saith daily shall come to pass, then he shall have. I like to say it this way, eventually he shall have whatsoever he saith. Won't happen overnight. It won't happen in a few days, but it's a way of life. Now, that is the way the law of faith works. Then Jesus said in Luke the 17th chapter, 
If you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamine tree. Now, what in the world did the sycamine tree have to do it? It was just an obstacle in the path of the disciples. The problems that you face in life, the situations that you face in life. You may be facing financial adversity, a financial mountain, a physical problem in your life that is a mountain to you. Jesus said, say to it, you won't hinder me any longer. You'll be a thing of the past. And if you believe and doubt not in your heart, eventually he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, now when you find the word therefore, stop and find out what it's there for. (laughs) It's a conjunction. It connects these two verses together. Therefore, because this is a law of faith, it will work also in prayer. Therefore, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. But when you pray, you believe. What do you believe? That you receive them. One translation says, have received, past tense. Why? Because we believe. And he that believeth hath. Doesn't mean he has it in his possession. It means in the spirit world, it's considered done, granted. Now you remember in the other session, we talked about the apostle Paul said, all the promises of God are yes and amen. God never says no to a promise that he's already said yes to. But if there's not faith involved, you have no access to that. Faith is the law that causes all of these things, all of the provisions of God to be unlocked to you. They're yours. Second Peter says that all things, God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge. See, if you don't know about it, you couldn't possibly have faith for it. Because faith cometh by hearing. How does he give us all things? Through the exceeding great and precious promises. And Paul said, he's already said yes to all these promises. Therefore, faith is absolutely necessary to enter into the provisions that God has made. Now you see this even in the Old Testament. And God instigated this law under the Old Covenant. There was not a whole lot taught about faith under the Old Covenant. They just believed God and it was imputed to them for righteousness. But there was nothing under the Old Covenant that told him how to operate in this law. But it says that God told Joshua what to do. He said, don't let the word depart out of your mouth. That the book of the law, that's all the word they had, see. Don't let it depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein. Now the word meditate means to mutter. Speak to oneself. In other words, confession. Confess what the word says. Say what God said. Why? Because it'll create that image inside you. And that image burned into the human spirit what the Bible calls, James calls it engrafted. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. When that word becomes a part of you, then you become fully persuaded that what God said is exactly what you're going to experience. Now that's why the devil wants you to quote and say what he said. Because it'll become engrafted into your spirit to where what he says will be exactly what you'll live out in reality of your life. There is a law that governs this. You may wish it didn't work, but it does. Everything in the scriptures point to it. Jesus taught much about it. Go with me to Matthew's gospel, the 15th chapter. And listen to what Jesus said. 
Verse 11, Matthew 15, verse 11. Now, see, they had a big deal over the fact they didn't wash their hands, you know, before they ate. And uh, Jesus said in verse 11, Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Verse 18, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, they defile the man. Now, the things that come out of the mouth defile the man. Words spoken. You know why it defiles is because it enters into your spirit. Words that you speak. See, if faith cometh by hearing the word of God, then faith in you is going to come by hearing your words. Are you listening to me now? Now let me show you a parallel here. I know that you know this, but do you understand it? Paul said, so then faith cometh. How does it come? Faith cometh by hearing. Now, that's a truth. That's not the truth. See, faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. But the truth is that faith cometh by hearing. Whether you're hearing God, whether you're hearing you, or whether you're hearing the devil, or whether you're hearing your neighbor, faith cometh by hearing. But see, Paul was talking about faith in God. It comes by hearing what God said. You could have faith in me by hearing what I said. If I told you ten things, you found it is exactly right. Then you'd have faith in me. So the real truth is, the truth is, that faith cometh by hearing. Now, that being true then, if you hear yourself say things, it becomes true to you and you have faith in it. If you don't even believe it when you say it, and many things that people say, they don't believe when they first start saying them. Many businessmen has cursed his own fig tree by saying, well, I'll tell you, nobody can make a living out of this business. It's going down the tube, sure as a world. You didn't believe that when you first said it, but you kept saying it until it got in your spirit. And it became true to you, and you lived out the reality of it in your everyday experience. And wondered why God let it go down the tube, and God didn't have a thing to do with it. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Why? Because faith cometh. Faith came by hearing what you said. And when you said what the devil said, you had great faith in what you said because you said it. Not because the devil said it, but because he conned you into saying it. And faith came and you lived out the reality of that. Now these things are not that way just because Jesus said it. They were that way, that's the reason Jesus said it. The 12th chapter of Matthew, Jesus said, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Now, if there are good things in your heart, you can bring them forth. We know that the things that proceed out of the mouth can defile a man. That being true, the opposite of that is that good things coming out of the mouth can bless a man. There's always a reciprocal of the truth. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you all of this week that our CD offer will be CD offer number 7244. It's called Understanding What You Know. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19, Understanding What You Know. You ever heard somebody say, well, you know, I don't understand all I know about this subject? Well, we're all that way on one subject or another, we don't always understand 
all the knowledge that we have about a certain situation. You may know what the Word of God said, but you may not know how to apply it in your life. So do you really understand what you know? The Scripture says in Proverbs 2, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear to wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. See, we need to apply our heart to understanding. We need to understand what we know, not just knowing what the Word of God says. That's not enough. We must know how to apply that Word and understand how to apply it in our everyday life. Now, in the parable of the sower in Mark 4, Jesus said, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom, also in Matthew's gospel, actually Matthew gives it a little clearer, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understandeth not, then cometh the wicked one, catches away that which was sown in his heart. Well, if you don't understand it, somebody's going to talk you out of it. It won't take the devil. The devil won't have to do it. Somebody, some well-meaning Christian could do it. So it's important to understand what you know about. You may know about it, but not understand it. So that's what we deal with in this album. That's offer number 7244, Understanding What You Know. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.